Well, week 14 is now in the record books, and that was pretty eventful. The Dolphins leave it late to beat the Patriots. The Bears beat the Rams, whilst the Raiders win at all, beating the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. As well as that, the Cowboys uh, win overtime. The Seahawks beat a very poor Vikings, and uh, New York Giants beat an even poorer Washington Redskins. All this and much more in this week's Bill Belichick's World. Welcome listeners to the uh, Bill Belichick's World podcast. My name is Johnny Frash and today I'm joined by Griff and just Griff. Uh, so hold on to your hats as it can be a loose show tonight. Um, so of course we start by saying go look us up on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Belichick's World, on the Facebook at Bill Belichick's World podcast or of course on our website at www.billbelichicksworld.com. Leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Tell us what you think or how much uh, how much more you love the show when it's just us. Well, it's just us two, basically. The original recipe uh, of uh, Bill Belichick's world. Griff, it's nice to be able to do the show in just our pants, like... Like the good old days, isn't it? I wish I'd remembered to brought pants, but never mind. <laughs> uh, and it's nice not to have discussed domestic domestic violence this week. Or domestic violence, as <laughs> you just called it. Domestic violence. Uh, yeah, so none of that this week. Uh, it's been an amazing and unpredictable week in the NFL, so do you want to start us by uh, taking us through the res- results? Yeah, there's a reason why I don't normally do the results. is because I'm incapable of reading from <laughs> a, uh, a sheet, but I'll try. Uh, Thursday night football... The entire Saxonville lineup nine, Derek Henry thirty, <laughs> Jets twenty-seven, Bills twenty-three. The end of Carolina's playoff hopes twenty, Greg Williams' job prospects twenty-six, Falcons twenty. Oh look, who'd have thought Aaron Rodgers bothered to turn up for Green Bay? Now they sack <laughs> the man he didn't like thirty-four. Colts break the Texans' winning streak twenty-four twenty-one. Ravens defense twenty-four, Chiefs offense twenty-seven. Saints 28, Bucks 14. The New York Football Giants 40. Ah, yes. 40. Yeah, I know. Buck Fumbles Brigade 16. <laughs> the Bengals 21, the Chargers 26. Broncos 14, George Kittle and Co. 20. Lions 17, the Woeful Beyond Belief Cardinals 3. Oh my God, that is a shit show. Eagles 23. Dallas marching ahead in the NFC East, 29. Steelers, 21. Dogshit Raiders, 24. Uh, Rams hitting a wall, 6. Bears upping their Super Bowl credentials, 15. And on Monday Night Football, (sighs) Kirk Cousins is awful. Vikes, 7. Seahawks, 21. That is your results lineup. Is it? Yep, that's all of it. I think you've missed one out there. No, I haven't. Well, But what about that? That was all of them. Thank you, John. Okay, so which game are we going to start with this week? Uh, I think we can only start with the with the Bears proving that offense isn't everything. No, that's, well, they they held Jared Goff to no touchdowns, four interceptions, and next to nothing yards. Uh, Todd Gurley had what eleven carries for also next to nothing yards, thirty odd yards. I think. Yeah, nothing rubbish. Uh, Half times the, Ra- the Rams had got zip. It was it was poor. It was. Uh, what this was, was Matt Nagy saying, hey, Sean McVay, 
you're not the only young football coach who can actually win in this league. Uh, oh, yeah. And considering the Bears lost to your terrible lot last week, this was quite a turnaround. Are you saying it's the Giants for the Super Bowl? Because that's what I'm hearing. Uh, no, I'm saying it could be the Bears for the Super yeah. Bowl. So, who would you currently fancy against this Bears defence? No one. Maybe um, the Saints? No. Are the Saints that much different to the Rams? No. Do you know what? If if you had a an all firing Chiefs, I'd like. I think I think they they'd find a way. But they've got no Hunt. They are struggling more with injuries so you, yeah. you're telling me Pat Mahomes doesn't get picked off three times by the Bears well that's the it but because I'm telling you he does I, I just I, I'm not I don't think they will win it but wow if you'd have said five weeks ago that we'd be discussing the Bears as Super Bowl contenders I'd have said you were crazy and it turns out you're not crazy we are actually having that discussion yes nap, it is nuts you know um, yeah they lost to us last week but it was a different team, you know, with Chase Daniel and... Uh, yeah, but Trubisky didn't really contribute. Three interceptions, no touchdowns. He didn't... I don't know. Basically, Goff and Trubisky were first-round picks in two of the last three drafts. Like, Baker was the other one. And Trubisky is a long, long way from oh, yeah. where he needs to be. He's still basically a college quarterback running single-read plays... And if his first read isn't there, mm, he's probably going to start running or throw it away. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not sure that's sustainable. Here is why: last year, we watched Jacksonville do exactly the same thing as the Bears are doing. Right? They force turnovers. I mean, the, the Bears have got 25 interceptions this season already. That's more than in their previous three seasons combined. Okay. Right. So we, we we're watching them put up sacks with Khalil Mack, which is what Jacksonville did last year. They are, they are Saxonville 2.0, and they have a similar quarterback situation, whereby one week the guy can be serviceable, and the following week he could be the reason they lose. But he's very rarely going to be the reason they win. But as well, yeah, they have, unlike uh, Jacksonville, they have a committee running back. So if, I mean, if, like for Jacksonville, if Fournette goes down, yeah, you have a Jacksonville like this year. Whereas... Bears, if, you know, Tariq Cohen is down, you've still got Jordan Howard who can, you know, you, they've still got this ability to just go smash mouth. And Yeah, Howard's got 100-yard game this season. Yeah. They, they've not relied on, like you say, on either one. And I do like that. And, and I really like Matt Nagy and what he's managed to do with far less than Sean McVay has oh, yeah. in his team. Like... I think how they're doing it is excellent. I'm just questioning whether it's any more sustainable than what we saw with Jacksonville last season. Uh, you know, all right, they were slightly more reliant on Fournette than the Bears are, but basically the recipe for success is our defence will stop the opposition. And it turns out when you get into the playoffs, that might not work if you come up against an equally good head coach who can just bypass what you do best. They haven't got a plan B. No, but I mean... Uh I, I, do you know what? I kind of, I would fancy them, you know, in a sort of, you know, in a, a playoff style situation though. With that defense, you know, it's it makes such a difference in the playoffs, you know. Um, and yeah, you know, you saw last year Jacksonville uh, just sort of obliterate Pittsburgh yeah. at the start, which then gave them, the lead. and you know, they, they the best could do that to someone. 
is it sustainable? Is it sustainable? We don't know, but I would imagine the Bears aren't going to trade away all their receivers <laughs> this summer. Yeah, um, which you know they don't have a particularly great set of receivers. If they add more weapons to this team and Trubisky gets closer to being Jared Goff, then this team is outstanding. Just saying for this season. He's a year behind, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good year behind. He's not picking it up quick. Um, And I think with a less creative head coach, with a Jeff Fisher in control, or even a Mike McCarthy in control, this team's going nowhere. Oh, God, yeah. But under Matt Nagy, they're getting away with it. And, and you know, that's an excellent indictment for him. It's, It's a great promotion of what he's trying to do. I just... I thought Trubisky would have... Improved a lot by now. He's had one. He had one game earlier in the year, didn't he? When he was, he had one brilliant game, like yeah. four or five touchdowns, and we thought, oh. But it, other than that, he has. He's not clicking. No, but he he. There were doubts about him when he was picked, um, uh, because he wasn't uh, a play caller at college, really. You know, so he was joining the league possibly. Yeah. Uh, you know, a bit further behind. Uh, you know, someone like a golf. Etc. Uh, a baker, but I'm sure he'll catch up. You know, it's it's he's had a year and a half now, ish. You know, he'll he will get there. He looks he looks more of a quarterback than when he first started. So he'll, yeah. he'll he's just. I don't think he needs to be outstanding. He needs to be Dak Prescott. He doesn't need to be Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott wins games because the defense is good. Yeah. What he doesn't need to be is Blake Balls. No. Because Blake Balls becomes the reason why you lose. Now we're going to get into that in a little while, but. They need him to be better than that. If that's the benchmark, it's not a particularly high benchmark, but he's not. You couldn't consistently say he's better than that at the moment, and so that would trouble me if they got to the playoffs. And you look at what's happened to Jacksonville; they couldn't sustain on just their defense alone. Yeah, I, uh, I, I do think as well. There's more to the fact that the Jacksonville are failing. Oh, than clearly, just, just they're just it's not just. There's, I think there's. Um, personality issues, everything, which we'll see what happens if the it goes to the bear's head. Well, as it went, it seems to have gone to the heads of certain members of Jacksonville. Um, um, Greg Zerline for the Rams, two field goals on the day. He now has twenty-seven fifty-plus yard field goals, which is the most in Rams history. Greg the leg, he's still contributing. He's, oh yeah, he's having himself some kicks there. That's that's fairly impressive stuff. Uh, I hadn't realised. That he'd got quite that many over 50 yards. That's a long way to kick a football. I didn't know that. Well, Greg the leg's leg hasn't fell off, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, also, I think um, I did see, did they not throw the Rams through uh, to an offensive lineman again? Yeah. At one point. Uh, you know, so <sighs> they are they are mixing it up, right? They're, they're still doing the things they do well. They've come up against the best defence in the league and they've fallen very short. And... I'm not sure what it is that's missing. There are some holes now in this Rams team. I think the loss of Cooper Cup didn't just kill my fantasy team. It's also killing the Rams. They haven't been as good without him. It's not killing them, but they're not, they aren't as effective. Yeah, and and I mean, what did Todd Gurley have? 11 yards in the first half? Yeah. When was the last time he had 11 yards in the first half? It's it's two and a half years since he had this fewer yards in a game. I was going to say, uh, you know, I'm talking other Fisher days, or I remember he had a really bad game against Seattle last season because I had him in fantasy last season I was yeah. I was uh, doing quite I was checking up on Gurley all the time and um, yeah, you always really spend your time checking up on Gurleys <laughs> uh, you know um, 
Uh, but yeah, he, he had a bad game that day. But um, yeah, no, it's it's a testament to just you know that defence keeping arguably one of the top three winning backs that quiet. Oh, an amazing effort, really, to do it across the board, both in the passing game and the running game. Uh, superb. Uh, you couldn't have asked for more out of this team. So uh, I just I want the Bears to be good in the playoffs. I do. I'm not sure whether we're going to really see that, but you know, somebody will tell me. Yes, they can do it. I, I, do you know what? Uh, I mean, what, what can you get odds-wise? I mean, I, I don't have it, the information in front of me, but the odds right now on the Bears winning the Super Bowl, I bet you can get phenomenal odds on that. And if you'd have taken them at the start of the year, you'd be quids in, I'm sure. But I don't know. There's something. I really like what I'm seeing out of them. Something's definitely reminding me of Jacksonville. That's a concern. But, uh, yeah. It's not concerned to me yet. Okay. Um, Did you find the odds? I'm just looking it up now. Uh, Bear with us, everybody, because there's not other people to fill in and talk this week. So it's just me and thee. It's, uh, we haven't got Gary and we, we haven't got uh, Jim. And we, haven't, uh, we haven't got your brother. No, no. They're, they're, all, uh, they're all trying to break Gary out of jail. Yeah, yeah. It's only antiquities theft, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, oh, you only have one job. I know. No, this wasn't your actual job. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, while you're looking for that... I, I, I keep getting up Vegas odds. I don't understand the Vegas odds. What I want is no, like 25 I, to 1 or I something. I don't understand the Vegas odds. While, while you're doing that, I'm going to move us into the next thing here. Uh, it was an incredibly lopsided divisional victory for your for your Giants team that you must have very much enjoyed. Loved it. Uh, a 24-point win over the Redskins and forcing Washington to turn to their fourth quarterback of the season whilst basically handing the division to Dallas. Uh, yeah. The Giants are now 5-8. and eight. That's ridiculous. I know. You were 1-7. and seven. It's incredible. We've won four of the last five. It's insane. That What a turnaround this has been. It's come a bit late in the season, but you technically can finish it, joint top of this division. It bodes well for for next year that you know the Shermer's doing or you know seems to be doing all right. They're believing they look more looking more of a team. You know how much uh, Vikings could kill for Shermer right now, and um, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm we're blowing teams away in the first half. We don't, act, you know, the second half we. We, we you didn't score any points in the fourth quarter, did we, you? We drop, we drop Eli. In was that, was that when you conceded sixteen points yeah. in the fourth quarter? Now those sixteen points didn't come courtesy of Butt Fumble, did they? No, Butt Fumble was a disaster, wasn't he? But <laughs> he went six of thirteen for thirty-eight yards and two interceptions. What, what were you doing on Sunday? Or what, were you watch, just sat at home watching the NFL? <sighs> yeah, fumbling with my butt, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was also, I was wrapping my presents. Both of us got a better quarterback rating than uh, Botfumble. I didn't see what his quarterback rating was, but it would have been terrible. Zero. Zero. Yeah, well, that's what you get. 38 yards, two interceptions. They they pulled him for Josh Johnson, who was recently drafted in the first round of the Alliance of American Football, which is this new yeah. division that started up. And he's foregone that, that draft in order to sign as a backup with the Redskins and has pulled into the game. Uh, he went 11 of 16 for 195 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and a rushing touchdown, plus both two-point conversions that he was asked to do. Like, yeah. when compared to butt fumble stats... Now, Josh Johnson hadn't uh, thrown a pass in a game since, like, 2011. Yeah, it been seven years-ish. It's crazy. That how can butt fumble be so bad? 
Well, you know, at least he know the play, knows the playbook. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That was um, the excuse last week, wasn't it? That they didn't yeah. have any plays installed. But Josh Johnson's been there less time. Yeah. No, okay. he's... um, It was garbage time. Yeah, it was. But you, you have to take... This is a league of taking your opportunities, right? And Josh Johnson's now going to start games until he gets his leg broken at some point, which is what will happen because he's a Redskins quarterback. And then you'll get <laughs> then you'll get butt fumble back again. But yeah, four quarterbacks are uh, on bring now. It, bring it bring butt fumble back. I want to see. I want to play him every week. <laughs> I'm sure you do. So here's here's what I found interesting. Right over the first eight games of the season, Eli had eight touchdowns and eight interceptions, uh, and they were one and seven in those eight games. Okay. Over the last five games, Eli ten touchdowns, two interceptions, four and one. Uh, what's changed? You've revamped the O-line. Yep. You slowly worked people out. flowers go? <laughs> Week five. Fairly early. Fairly early. But, but I think you got rid of the other guy on the same side of the line that he was playing. I can't... The name escapes me now. Uh, I believe they're both playing together in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. Um, but yeah, Eli putting up some, you know, middling... Average but good enough stats now. Ten, ten touchdowns, two interceptions. That's Tom Brady. That's yeah, yeah. You know he he's done all right. Now, all right. If he's going to play like that, then drafting Saquon Barkley and having the two of them again next year is actually okay. Yeah, it's what, it's what I've right. been saying. It's, it's it? all about. No, but I've been saying that the line. It's all about the offensive line for us, isn't it? Yes. You know, it's not. Eli isn't Tom Brady. He isn't. Ben, he isn't even probably a Dalton, but he's not a Bortles. Um, no, he know. has Bortles moments. He has Bortles moments, but it, I think he had Bortles moments at the start of the year when the line was collapsing on him. When this this year, when now the now it seems that the line is settling. You know, he he's got Solder at left tackle, which you know we paid a lot of money for Nate Solder, but you know he's better than bloody what we had before the revolving door that was Eric Flowers <laughs> but um, I'd rather yeah. have you at left tackle but yeah I do you know what each week when Barkley scores again and again you think do you know what maybe it was a, maybe it was a good idea to take the best you know running back talent in a generation it seems 100 yards from scrimmage in 12 or 13 games yeah. a season yeah, a 78 yard Touchdown and well, so two. Barkley has four rushing touchdowns of fifty or more yards this season. The Giants had three rushing touchdowns of that distance in the last ten years yeah. before he joined, and he also now has the most touchdowns by a Giants rookie with thirteen. Yeah, overtaking Beckham. Overtaking Beckham. Now Beckham didn't play at the weekend, and you still won. Yeah, and I think there was five different touchdown scorers, both shepherds. Both shepherds. Yeah, uh, Benny Fowler who I don't know who he is, some guy I'd never heard of, might have been an offensive tackle or somebody. We had a, uh, well, we did have a oh, no, pick a, six. A pick six, yeah, that's correct. And and obviously Saquon. Yeah. So five different scorers. Yeah. That's, that's pretty it's good. It's doing all right. And, you know, we still haven't really got Ingram back. No, he's going to be a big weapon, I think, next year. I like, I like where the Giants are going. I wasn't convinced. Uh, and I know that we've all laughed a bit about passing on uh, quarterbacks, but... If Eli plays like this and no worse than this, then in a division that's constantly in turmoil, you've actually got a chance. Yeah. Because, well, like I said, you can finish 8-8. Eight eight. If you win out and the Cowboys lose out, you finish joint top of this division. Yeah. No, it's... Um, considering where, you know, where we were just four weeks ago, there feels 
a bit of hope. Uh, if we can add to the defence in the close season, I'm quite excited for next year. Giants led by 34 points at half-time. Yep. When was the last time you had a lead that big at half-time? Oh, God. Uh, probably 2011? 2010. Oh, oh, nice. Uh, and I think that was when you beat Washington then as well. Oh, really? <laughs> that was also the last time you won a game uh, where you scored 40-odd points was against Washington that season. It's impressive, it you is. know, to to come from a team that couldn't breach the thirty point mark. Now, all right, the Redskins are struggling, but their defense uh, isn't terrible. Is that two weeks now where we've been thirty points by half time? Yes, I think so. You know, and uh, Barkley, offensive rookie of the year. Is there anyone better? No, it's got to be him. Right? It's got to be him. I, I like Baker. I'm a big Baker fan, but if he wins. Uh, it's because he's a quarterback rather than he's because he's the best offensive rookie. I can't think of anyone else really. No, we're going to get into some of the rookie quarterbacks later. But I was I was trying to think who I would take, and that there just isn't anyone. It, it's got he's he's almost offensive player of the year, let alone offensive argue. rookie. So argue, you, yeah. you've got to give the offensive rookie award to him. I think um, we might as well talk about the uh, Cowboys Eagles game. Yeah, which uh, was an overtime win. It was. For the Cowboys over the reigning Super Bowl champions. Now, this looks really good. Uh, you know, twenty three, twenty nine. It looks, it looks, it looks good, good, right? Here's the thing: Dak threw three touchdowns to Amari Cooper, who has invigorated. The, yeah, the transform that. Team. They look much better with Cooper. First round pick is absolutely well worth it. The Cowboys had the ball for 45 minutes in this game and only won it in overtime. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Because they cannot execute in the red zone. It's what we've, it's what we've been saying there for and, a while, And that it? is going to kill them. You yeah. cannot have the ball for double the time of your opposition and only win in overtime by six points. And they're going to give big money to Dak. He is not, he is not a top uh, half of the, the table quarterback. He's good enough. But he's never going to be—he's never going to be better than Eli. And, and we've just said Eli has to be playing at the top of his game for the Giants to be any good. And that's a lot of years you're committing to if you give money to Dak. He's replaced Romo. He's no better than him, really. You know? It's no, I don't think he's as good as Romo. I think he's different. Yeah, different. He's—he's he's a runner. I mean, he's fumbled a league high, ridiculous number of times, like fifteen times. I mean, he lost another one at the weekend, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, threw a couple of picks, like. <sighs> I don't know. I'm I'm so not sold on Dak, but they like him because he's winning games. He's won more games than uh, any of the other rookie quarterbacks that yeah. have come in in the last four or five years. You know, he's, he's got more wins than Goff. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. And that's Mahomes. saying a lot because they, last year they were not good. I mean, he has played since the start, unlike them. But he's the last year they were not a good team at no. all. But. Um, uh, Although, if you just take him on his record, he he's doing fine. But can can you win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott? Can you beat the Seahawks with Dak Prescott? No, that's who. If it stays like it is, that's who they play in the first round of the playoffs. No, they've got no chance. So uh, yeah, no. Uh, I like the Cowboys' defense; it's good, but Dak gives away the ball too much, and they're still not explosive enough. The, the Seahawks would just take Cooper out of the game. Then who's yeah. he throwing to? Michael Gallup, who. Cole you know, Beasley. 
Yeah, well, I like Cole Beasley as a third receiver. Yeah, he's like in the same way I used to like Danny Amendola for us yeah. as a third receiver. But he, you don't want to be looking to him on every play. Well, you know, Danny Playoffs is, uh, you know, he, when he comes alive, you know, Cole Beasley is just Cole Beasley. Uh, you know, rap star extraordinaire, of course, and <laughs> third choice receiver. Quite rap star, oh dear, in a bad defence, but yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I will, you know, I will give. Props. We all sort of we all questioned Amari Cooper. You'll give props. But no, we all questioned Amari, you know a first round pick for Amari Cooper. We're like, ooh, you know. And right now it looks a bargain because oh yeah, on the same day, uh, the Redskins gave a fourth round pick for Ha Clinton Dix, and we were like, oh, that's that's good. And he's been pony. Yeah, absolutely. He got, pony. He got proper run away from at the weekend oh, yeah. by by uh, Barkley, etc. Um. The Eagles have failed to score in the first quarter in 10 of the 13 games this season. That yeah, is incredible. Not, yeah. that Wentz takes so long to get going in every game. He looks all right by the fourth quarter, yeah. but the, the first half of every game he plays, he looks bad. I, I, Slow. Yeah. I do worry about him coming back from that injury. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely taken it's, a massive toll. He's on not him. as explosive as he was. No, you know? I agree. So, um, yeah, I... I I think I mean they had to do it, bring him in because Foles. How many is games rubbish. have passed since the Cowboys last conceded thirty or more points? I'm trying to think now. Well, think loudly because it's a podcast. Uh, six, twenty. Really? Yes. It's twenty games since the Cowboys wow. conceded thirty points. That defense is legit. The, the, the defense is great. It's and, and and that is what's getting them where they're getting to. I mean, Zeke gets a lot of credit, and rightly so, and Dak can't win without him. We know this. But the defence needs more credit because that is a that's a really good stat. I mean, I would yeah. love that. Oh, God, yeah. Most, but most teams would give anything for that. But Oh, yeah. And, and, and this was the other thing I, I saw this weekend, right? 42 completions Dak had, which is the most by any Cowboys quarterback since 1970. Really? <laughs> Seriously. Now, they're all three or four-yard floaters, but still, still hey. you know, in this game, and th- and this is, his contract is coming up, right? Yeah. And if you take the last three or four games, or is it five in a row they've won now, I think? Yeah. He's getting nearly 30 million. He's going to get a massive he's, amount of he's money. He's going to be on, you know, he's gonna get a ma- Derek Carr money and, at least. And, they are gonna, and it's going to be overpaying because oh, yeah. they're going to need to surround him with talent. He's not uh, Rogers, Brady, Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, who make other players better yeah so they need to be seriously wary so let's just I don't want to put him down because they're winning I'm just not I'm still not sold on Dak so you know no but that's what we you know that is our doubt about the Dallas office isn't it is it's not great with a a average quarterback yeah so the Eagles were were pony oh they're bad I mean really bad Bad. Alshon Jeffrey had a good game for once he did yeah on my bench Oh, was he? You had yeah. a lot of points on your bench this week. I did. Didn't you? I did you have TY on your bench as well? I did, yeah. Ah, your bench had nearly as many points as my fantasy team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to get to that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, the, the Eagles, it's been a bad season. It's Yeah, they they got no running game. Josh uh, Josh Adams was their lead rusher with like 30 yards. He, he they got was nothing. just running into uh, to traffic all uh, the time. I think time. Darren Sproles was back. Yeah, yeah. Did he, yeah, score, did he score a touchdown? Did, I think so. Did, yeah, I think he, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh. And um, it was it was just nice to see Dan Sports back. But he he also rushed for like two yards. Yeah. So, but that, that without uh, Londonborn Jay Jay, they have been bad. 
Yeah, he, he gets so much stick, JJ. Uh, I think because London born JJ. I think because the NFL UK Twitter and Instagram, you know, we're so proud to have one <laughs> player. Um, you know, now we've got two with the the rarely seen Effie Abada. But um, yeah, I think he is thrown down our throats, isn't he? A bit, and some people don't like that. But well, I, that I don't like having stuff thrown down no, my throat. No. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, when when JJ was thrust down your throat, you were not a fan. <laughs> uh, and a lot of people, you know, on Twitter... Made my eyes water. The, the Twitter guys are quite mean. But without him, that team sucks. Yes, it does. It really does. Uh, like you say, it's a lot of it's down to Wentz is not recovered yet, clearly. Yeah. And also... And the defence is, is torn the to shreds. The defence is absolutely annihilated. Four first-choice cornerbacks all out. And Doug Peterson... Isn't all that? It just isn't all that. Well, he wears yeah. a stupid hat. Well, yeah, he how talks much of a lot was of crap? down to Frank Wyke? You know, it's almost all of it. Look at what the Colts are doing. Yeah, it, um, that, <laughs> I was listening to another podcast because I do the other day, and they said, "I hope that when Doug Peterson publishes book about winning the Super Bowl, chapter one was called Surround Yourself with Coaches Who Are Better <laughs> Than You,' because since they've gone, uh, they look bad. This team look bad." Uh, well, you know, it's but yeah. That on the plus side, and and this won't be popular if anybody's listening. But when we went to Wembley, Eagles fans were dicks. So yeah. you've got this coming. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, uh, anyway, should we move on from uh, the NFC East? As the uh, we, oh, we should have got Steve on this week, shouldn't we? No, never. Because <laughs> he'd have just sat there silently uh, until this point when he gone, "Yeah, we won." Uh, but. The Dogshite Raiders overcame the Steelers 21 to 24. A big flip for a franchise that has just sacked its highly regarded GM, Reggie McKenzie, uh, and a result that definitely hampers the home field hope of the Steelers. Yeah, I, I can't think of the word that I want to describe this result. It feels like if your brother was here, he'd have a word for it, but I, I can't remember what the word is, so I, I, I'm going to leave it. Uh, but yeah, this is a big result. Yeah, huge. Uh, uh, because the the Steelers had a chance to gain ground in the home field playoff race here, and and they threw it away. Now Big Ben missed some of the game. Yeah, and Josh Jobs came in and did okay, nothing yeah. great. But basically, the Raiders actually turned up for a change and played really well. Uh, Carr had his best game for a long time. He, he he looked fine. He looked he looked like a proper but, but, actual but, but, legit quarterback. Yeah. Oh, you know, are we, are we going to go? Is is Josh, John Gruden good? No, no. no. <laughs> John Gruden's having a terrible season, and yeah. and they've pulled off a lucky victory. Well, I, I still don't get. But they're but giving him more power. It's they've seems. given him all the power. He's basically becoming Belichick in Oakland. Yeah, but we knew this was going to happen. You don't give someone a ten-year deal, yeah. and then put somebody in over their head. You just don't do that. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it's happened now. I don't know why they wouldn't wait till the end of the season, but clearly uh, they couldn't continue to work together. Uh, Reggie McKenzie drafted a lot of good players for the Raiders. Yeah, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, all of which have been let go, traded away, and yeah. it's it's crazy. But they let's not forget the Raiders have got three first round draft picks coming up, and yeah. clearly Gruden didn't want somebody else interfering with that. Why? I don't know why. When you, he's got a history of well, unless he's going to well. draft people who are like thirty-two years old. I don't know how Gruden's yeah. going to get on there because that's what he seems to like to do. He's, uh, I, he's there thinking, how can I draft Case Keenum? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
but yeah, I, it's you know the we have the of course our our group chat, and you know the the Raiders fan out amongst it was like, oh, you know, yeah, we're, you know, yeah, we've got so many first picks, and you know, like, yeah, but do you trust the guy to pick them? And no, especially not now, not this now, not from this weekend. No, I'd, I'd, you know, especially now you, they're still going to be drafting second. I have more faith in Theresa May delivering Brexit than I have in John Gruden delivering a good draft class for the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about this satire. Yeah. Um, do you know Carr hasn't thrown an interception in the last eight games? Really? Yeah. I was fucking surprised by that as well. <laughs> I could not believe that when I saw that. But actually, he's he's not been explosive. No. But he's not the reason it they've not been be winning. Explosive. No. That. He's throwing to some nobodies. I'd love to tell you who he threw to this weekend, but it was a bunch of no names. Jared Cook. Jared Cook has been brilliant. Yes. He, like, all season. Yeah. But mainly because he is the focus of the offense, because they haven't <laughs> got anybody else anymore. It's it's absolutely crazy. Uh, like I say, Ben got injured, but when he came back at the end, didn't seem to be struggling. No, I don't he's think he's playing any, the, yeah. this weekend. He's There's no reason to ex- to expect that he would lose time. Uh, the Steelers without without Le'Veon Bell, which we've been through a million times, but without James Connor, yeah, forty rushing yards. It's the the fewest the Raiders have conceded in over two years. Really? Week 9 of 2016 was the last time they conceded less than that. It was that probably against us, was it? Or something? Uh, I have no idea. I didn't bother to look it up that much. I'm trying to think of teams without a rushing offence. <laughs> yeah, I would say it was probably against you lot. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, the Steelers are wearing a bit thin. Because, all right. Three we- in a row they've lost. They lost last week to the Chargers. I don't so know. Raiders, they- Chargers... I'm trying to think what happened the week before. Um, I don't know. Did did they play New England and win or lose? I can't remember. I can't I, remember. It might well be. It's certainly two in a row that they've lost, and they've had good opportunities to put themselves in home field advantage recently, and they've they've not pulled it off. It's uh, it's typical Steelers. They are <laughs> yeah. They are they are just not consistent enough. I know a lot of games, but they don't. They don't do themselves in big spots, and I will always come back to the fact McTomlin is a rah-rah cheerleader guy with very little tactical ability. I think that costs them. Yeah. Uh, I'm was your head coach? Uh, not really. Uh, don't sit on the fence, John. No, no. Yes or no, would you like Mike Tomlin uh, next year as your head coach? No, no, I'm happy with Shermer. Yeah, on evidence of this first year, uh, but I'd have, I'd have had him last year. Ah, yeah, but you had McAdoo. That's different. Yeah, I'd have rather had a wet pillow than than McAdoo. But I can't think of many teams that would be better off with Mike Tomlin as their head coach, because I don't think it would work in many. It's a bit like Pete Carroll. I think outside of the Seahawks, he's he would struggle. He did before when yeah, he yeah. was at the Dolphins. He struggled, and I, I think it would be the same for Tomlin. He's part of the furniture there, so he gets away with being Mike Tomlin. But somewhere else, he might struggle. By the way. Uh did you find it? I've got the odds. I found them. I found it when we were having the NFC oh, okay. discussion, but um, that was far too interesting to uh, distract you. So, who do you reckon has the best odds, Steelers or the Bears? Bears. Yeah. Uh, do you want to have a guess at? I haven't got a clue. I really. So, for Steelers, you can get from twenty to one down to about sixteen to one. So, uh, you know, not an outside bet. No, no. 
but um, bears have got to be 12, 10? between twelve and twelve and ten. That's good, considering I generally can't see your screen from here, yeah, and I'm no, not just no. looking lovingly into your eyes and reading it off those. They are both behind uh, the Chargers at ten, the Patriots at uh, seven or oh, thirteen to two, uh, Kansas at five to one, Rams at four to one, and the Saints at three to one. Saints are going to win it. Well, you'd only, you wouldn't make much money if you bet, bet on them. Well, luckily, I haven't got any money to bet, so I have to be very careful and, and not do that. Of the, <laughs> of the guys that are still in the playoffs uh, at the moment, uh, you've got the Vikings at 50-1 to 1, uh, and, own, and the Ravens at 40-1 to 1 is the only way you're ever going to make some money. Uh, I'll just go back to working hard then. You could get 1,000-1 to 1 on uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I'll pass. <laughs> Having seen them play this they weekend. Are, they are the lowest... Uh, are they already out? They must be eliminated, I would think, because we're already... Uh, look, the Saints have already clinched the division. Yeah. So I would imagine that they're out. They're, they're not going to get a wild card in, in that <laughs> conference. There's no way. No. So, yes, for all intents and purposes, they are out. Well, uh, Mike McCarthy, let's move on. Because... Uh, uh, him getting the sack seems to have uh, had the desired effect in Green Bay. Uh, they turned over uh, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, who have lost six of their previous eight. Was this a Rod making a point that the struggles weren't on his shoulders, or simply a case that the Falcons are a bad team? Is for, it for me? Bit of both. For me, it's it's a combination of the two. This was. I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't do anything spectacular. I don't think he threw for 200 yards. I think it was about 196 196 yards, a couple of touchdowns. One lovely throw to uh, Randall Cobb. Compared to the week before, when he basically threw Mike McCarthy's job away for him, he looked like mostly Aaron Rodgers again. Uh, And Devontae Adams is a machine. He's got 10 or more receiving touchdowns in each of the last three seasons, and he's the only player to do that. Mm. He's a machine. And, And Rodgers looked good. And this was a statement. This was basically Aaron Rodgers saying, eh, look, when I'm not hamstrung by Mike McCarthy, I can win games for you. Now, I don't think he ever was hamstrung. I just think they didn't get on and yeah. he couldn't be bothered, which I don't like. It's a competitive... I think they always had a competitive tension. When you when you read about it, you read about the... the you know, you, you hear the quotes. There was a com- competitive tension between them as to who was top dog. And, you know, eventually the guy being paid 30-plus million a year is probably going to win out. Yeah, having never been paid that much money, I, I really couldn't tell you. Well, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, uh, I, it's it's a shame though because these two are the two most disappointing teams of the season, right? Probably, yeah. up, probably the third one being the Vikings. The, at least the Vikings have hope. Still, not much. But, you know, I think they're still... But, the but these two... These two are bad. If, it, if you'd have said Aaron Rodgers is going to play all season and Matt Ryan's going to play all season and neither of their teams is going to be in with a chat of getting into the playoffs at this point, people would have laughed you out of the room. Yeah. And yet both of them are not going to be in the playoffs. Nope. No, definitely not. Uh, the, the Falcons yeah, have lost five in a row now. The, the, the last time they had that was weeks... Uh, eight to fourteen in like twenty fifteen, I think. It was like, it was like three years ago. The last time they lost five in a row. Um, I don't know. Joe, the Joe Philbin thing. I really hope he doesn't get the job in Green Bay. Did you see how quickly he wasted his challenges? Wasn't it two in one one and a half minutes? Uh, one minute twenty three. 
from kickoff. It's the fastest use of two challenges since 1999. Both failed. Of <laughs> and course. both failed. He is not a good head coach. He was bad at the Dolphins. You notice they have a theme of having bad coaches. Yeah. Um, he, he's clearly just minding this for someone else. He's It's who he's the someone else is going to be. Yeah. That's still the big question. I don't like the fact that Aaron Rodgers is probably going to get a say, a big say on who that is. I know they're going to have to work with him, but it just further makes an example of the fact that he's basically in charge. He might as well be his own head coach. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's going to work because everyone credits Aaron Rodgers for being very clever, but he doesn't seem to handle himself in that clever a manner. He's, I think he's incredibly smart, uh, academically, um, mm. whatever. But yes, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Tell you what we can credit him for, though. Setting a record for the most passing attempts without an interception. Yes. Do you know what the number is? Uh, 359. You do? That is impressive. Was that it? with the Cobfo as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. 359 passes without an interception. That's, that's seriously impressive. Yeah. Considering Ryan Fitzpatrick can't go three passes without an interception. <laughs> you know, I mean, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, even if he's a slightly slower Aaron Rodgers than he was. Yeah. The attitude is always going to... We, we went through it last week. We don't need to go through it yeah. again. But the attitude is always going to hamstring him because... He's just making life more difficult for himself. He's not as coachable as Brady or Rivers. He doesn't have that interaction with people. So, now, Dan Quinn of the Falcons. Is he on the hot seat? Uh, I'd be surprised if he's not. I mean, it's it's unambitious from the owners if they're not thinking that we need to make changes here. Yeah, Matt Ryan's entering his last big contract with yeah. them. Like, you know, this is... He's got four or five years probably now yeah maybe a bit more if he goes on to play like Brady and Rogers. but he looks after call, himself. call it five years is lucky yeah they they didn't win when they made the Super Bowl in fact they as we know they, they spectacularly Completely fucked lost. it up yeah should they not be now thinking this is this is our time the, uh, several of the other teams are going to lose their big quarterbacks or are not playing well um, can we not now I, I, I'd be. I think this is. I say this is a hugely disappointing season for them. Um, I don't. You know, Dan Quinn. You know, the, off, the offensive coordinator has to take a lot of uh, a lot of the brunt as well because they haven't been great. But I. Yeah, the whole. Yeah, so Steve it feels like, it feels will like get a, sacked. It feels like just a team that's. They obviously they peaked. Uh, uh, a half time uh, Super Bowl 50 ago. whatever it was yeah. 51 52 um, and ever since then it's just they've they're just getting worse and worse yeah. and actually you know like you compare look around I think I th- they're disappointing but you've got some really bad teams with some good records you're like you know we can go on to the Texans the Texans are a, f- a 500 team yeah, you know, maybe but, compared but, to the Falcons, you know, compared to you know, and the, the, they're doing all right, you know, that they this this should be so much better than this. Yeah, they've been they're in a tough division, but it's not like the other teams are really doing that well either. You know, like now, uh, I mean, you've got the Saints, but uh, the Panthers, yeah, are, have, have, have just slumping. This, this should have been their year. So, so um, in terms of. Offensive rankings for the Falcons, right? Here's you, you'll see here what's letting them down. Okay, so in passing, they are fourth 
In receiving, they are fourth. In first downs, they are 11th. And in points, they're 14th, right? So slowly yeah. as you go through. In rushing, they are 32nd. Really? 32nd. They've got no Freeman. Been on IR. No. Kevin Coleman has not been capable of carrying this team. He's, he's in a contract year. Now, yeah. He's more of a pass catcher, but he hasn't stepped up. Now, last year, they were a formidable duo. Or you know, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised because you know, I do like Tevin Coleman. I'm, you know, I've got him in fantasy and he does all, he does all right. But, yeah, maybe, you know, and uh, I'd, be, I'd want more from him in a... Ito Smith a, is the other running back. He's just he's a... Just, he's been the odd touchdown vulture, but that's a, it. Yeah, he's like a... Like a poor man's Legarrette Blunt. <laughs> Christ. Um, can you tell me which team has the most first downs in the league? Um, Rams? No. Saints? No. But I knew you'd start with those two. You won't get it. Bengals? Uh, no, it's Tampa Bay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably went had twice as many as everyone else by the start of the season, by week four, and they've just been slowly caught up since then. But yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, it's fair. Actually, they're they're doing all right. You know, they're they're not as bad as they uh, as you know the results are seeming as as such. Yeah, I mean, like I say, clearly the rushing game is what's letting them down. Coleman's got five hundred fifty nine yards on the year. Ito Smith two hundred eighty one. There's no problem with Matt Ryan. Twenty eight touchdowns and six picks. That's it. He's class. He's an absolutely class player. And you can't complain about the receiving game. You know, Jones is on nearly. 1,500 yards for a season. Yeah. He will get to 1,500 yards. And Calvin Ridley, nearly 700 yards. He looks he looks a hell of a player. You know. They've got 13 touchdowns between the two of them. Yeah. It's, it's literally the fact that when they lost Freeman, they have done nothing to replace him. Yeah. And, and the running game does not... Uh, it is not used enough by Steve Sarkeesian. It just... He doesn't seem to want to factor it in. And what they should have done is either promoted Ito Smith more and used him, because he does look like he could be a workhorse. Yeah. Just, they just aren't doing it. Or they should have traded and got someone in. Yeah. I, the window is closing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's... It, well, yeah, they, they, you know, Hilo's scoring touchdowns again. Not in huge amounts, but, you know. He's got five on the year, but, but they're wasting the best years, years of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones oh, by definitely. not going all out. Yeah. No, I'd, um, I get, I do feel Coleman's going to get paid this summer. Uh, maybe not by them, though. No, I don't think by them. It's a bit like Jarrett McKinnon going yeah. to the 49ers. Somebody is going to take a pass catching back, and he's going to be gone, and they're going to be in more trouble. Yeah, unless and they they really have unless to bring they someone can in. they can replace him and Freeman but has an injury injury free year because I mean he must be in a contract year next well. year next I year think. isn't it I so, so I think next year's his big year yeah and you know he was injured a lot last year he's been on IR this year the only it thing that's bad well. is final three games uh, home against the Cardinals yeah. and then at the Panthers and at the Bucks they, they could conceivably win or lose all three of those games. Like, uh, I would not put it against them to lose all three because there were times at the uh, at the last few weeks they just looked like they've given up. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's a I think it's a real shame that they've not managed to sustain where they were two years ago. Uh, you know, they're they're four and nine. They're behind the Bucks. They are two games behind the Panthers. 
And I mean, the Saints have clinched the division, which we're going to get to anyway. But they got they got no hope. They got nothing left to play for. And it's three weeks to go. This is a team with the talent it's got, even without Freeman, should not be getting to the last three weeks of the season with nothing to play for. Yeah, oh, it could be could be actually a lot of change in that division next year, head coaching. Yeah, there could be. Uh, we're going to get to Ron Rivera, Dirk Cutter, we've discussed in the past. You'd only say that Sean Payton's the safe one out, yeah, oh, out of all of them. I think... <sighs> I think Dan Quinn probably gets another year. I don't think Steve Sarkeesian does. No, uh, I think I think you, you that, need that to give Dan has to I be hot. You, it's hot, but I think he gets a year with a new offensive coordinator, and we'll see how that works. So we uh, go on to Baker. Baker, the Browns uh, won again. Is is Greg Williams Greg Williams a candidate to take over? Easy for you to say. It's not Greg Williams. Uh, is Greg Williams a candidate takeover? Yeah, I think he is, and here's why. Right, he wasn't because Bruce Arians was going to take the job, and now the Packers' job is open. Yeah, I I think Bruce Arians would want Baker and a young team, but Arians is a, an older guy. You know, like he's pushing towards seventy. Yeah, he he may well he's look got, and think I've, I've, only two got, or three I've years. got two or three years. I'll just take Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and. Uh, I hadn't thought about that until Jim pointed out last week that Arians could stand up to Rogers and would be respected. He doesn't need to earn the respect of young players. He can walk into a mature room and say, "You can do it my way because I've won things before." Yeah, we were. Actually, I was talking to um, Gridiron Gentleman uh, on Twitter the weekend. Uh, on Grinder, uh, sadly, just on uh, on Twitter. Uh, I don't think they listen, but if you are, hello. Um, and they asked the same question we asked. Uh, you know, if you were a head coach, would you take the Browns or would you take the Packers? And you know, uh, of course, uh, you know, I was like, oh, you know, the Browns are a young team, you know, and whatever, you know, you don't. But yeah, if you are Arians, you'd have that trust with um, Rogers that would, you know, come in, coming, just coming in. I th- and I think, you know, it's, it is the, one of the biggest jobs in the league, isn't it? The Packers. Yeah, because they've got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It, it, it is. And I, the history behind them as well, you know. I, I just think there's a chance that he might go. He's already said, I would only want the Browns job. And I think with the Browns, Bruce Arians would do good things. Oh, yeah. However, if he elects not to go there, Greg Williams is definitely in the running. And here's why. They've won games that they wouldn't have won under Hugh Jackson. <laughs> no. they, all right, he's a defensive-minded coach, which is not necessarily what you think you'd want with Baker, but he has let him off the leash. And oh, basically yeah. said, you go and do what you do. I'll do what I do and make it so we don't concede stupid amounts of points. You can make some mistakes while you're learning. We'll bail you out. Yeah. Then go and win me the game. I I like it. I, like I love it. it. The guys are... We've had discussions. We don't necessarily like everything the guy's always done. But... It's working for them. You, you're telling me they win all these games under Hugh Jackson? God, no. You're telling me they win any of these games under Hugh Jackson? No, it's crazy. I think they, it's, if it's, it'd just be another, uh, you know, oh, you know, they've lost by six points or they lost they lost because of a bad kicker. Um, no, I'm, uh, I, I, I wasn't sure when he t- t- stepped up, but he's winning me over, you know. And I think if you could... Build a, you know, give him a good offensive coach. Uh, I think, yeah, why not? I think um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I like, I like the the current. They are f- a fun offense. When was the last time the 
Brown's offense was fun, other than you know behind the scenes when it was Manzel. Well, <laughs> yeah. The, the fact is, whether you like it or not, when you watch games now where the Browns are playing, you know. 75% of the time the opposition's getting a proper game yeah. whereas the last two years when we've watched them you knew it was just a gimme yeah yeah they had one win in two years it was a gimme yeah. and now you think they are playing like a proper team and you could Baker Baker is not uh, if, if it was my team I would think mm, I'm not sure I want Baker as my quarterback he's a bit haphazard but to watch him Oh man, he's amazing to watch. Some of those throws are ridiculous. I can't think uh, which uh, touchdown it was at the weekend. Was it to Landry? He, he put the, the ball between like three defenders. It was and incredible. And just said, catch that. And, and he doesn't care if he gets picked off. He's just like, uh, well, I'm going to do it. And that's what he was like in college. And it worked. He's uh, and, and <laughs> it, was, it was such a tight window. And it would only work for a handful of receivers. And Landry is one of the best. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tie it to soccer. Sorry. But um, you know when you you see a player and you, like an Alexis Sanchez, and they look like a, a street footballer. Yes, like, that to me that's what Baker seems like an NFL equivalent of. He he just seems uh, a bit rougher and more willing to take chances. And I love it. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I love it. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's fair. I mean, I'd love it if they beat uh, the <laughs> the guys at the weekend. You know, te- technically the Browns are still in wild card contention. Yeah, with three games to go. If if they win out and the Ravens don't, then they could squeak. Happen. No, it isn't. But when was the last time you can remember getting to three weeks to go and the Browns were still in play? Oh, that contention? is that is uh, never. Never Ex- for me. Exactly. You know, I can't think of the last time they went bottom of their division at this point in the year, and they're not. So, you know, they're only two games back from the Steelers. They're two games back. Five seven and one versus seven five and one. They're two games back from the Steelers. That that's remarkable to me that they turned it around that much. That also says, like we said earlier, the Steelers are never consistent enough and should have walked away with this division by now. Yeah. Because of the talent they've got. But the Browns are clinging in there and I really like it. And uh fair play to all the Browns fans who stuck it out through the Hugh Jackson years. And if Greg Williams gets the job, I won't I won't be disappointed. I'm not sure in the long term it's the best appointment. But if he if he wins another couple of games, if he wins two of the last three, how do you not give him the job? You can't really. I mean, you know, he's done everything that's asked of him, really. They're, he's they're, done more. The last three games, right, at the Broncos versus the Bengals and at the Ravens, okay? You telling me this team can't beat the Broncos even even in I've mile got, height? I, I've got them as my pick this week to beat the Broncos. You telling me they can't beat the Bengals? Oh, they'll beat the Bengals, right? And then at the Ravens, you'd say the Ravens are going to win that. I'd say the Ravens are going to win. But if the Ravens say have had a bad run and have got nothing to play for, I think I think the Ravens will still be in it about at that point. I but think they could certainly win two out of the three. Oh god, yeah. But it's not the gimme that the Ravens Browns was. No. Three weeks ago. <laughs> no, exactly. It, this is an impressive team now, and I, I'm glad that they're uh, finally going somewhere as a franchise. It's it's nice to see. For um for those um uh, with Browns players in your fantasy team, uh, just remember the Browns are playing Saturday. We have Saturday games this, this weekend. Oh, it's college football's finished, isn't it? Is that? Yeah. Is so that um, you have 
Chiefs Chargers on uh, Thursday night, first Friday morning, and then uh, Texans Jets and Browns Broncos is Saturday. These uh, these things no longer affect me because uh, I no longer have any fantasy interest. <laughs> well, I do, and I have I have to hope for a big Browns defensive performance because I'm going up against Philip Lindsay. Well, I wouldn't worry if he plays like he did this week. You'll be fine. Um, with regards to the Panthers. How how do they stop the rot? They've lost five in a row. They, I don't think they can this year. No, well, I'm not sure they can either. Five in a row is is fairly bad, but uh, in that time, nine touchdowns and eight interceptions for Cam. Thirteen times he's been sacked in those five games. Twelve times over the rest of the season. So they're just they're just not able to protect the ball. They're no. just they're doing a terrible job protecting the ball, and it's not all on him. But it's almost like he's trying too hard. I'm really sad because six weeks ago, I was on here saying, you know, I've got them as an outside pick for the Super Bowl. I wasn't. You know, uh, because, you know, they were playing well. And suddenly, I don't know, I don't get it. Because in that six or seven weeks, McCaffrey has exploded. He's become you know legitimately one of the top five running backs in the league yeah uh, he's probably one of the uh, in terms of results you know uh, yardage in that time probably number one mm-hmm. and yet his team hasn't won he's barely uh, and yeah. in his big games they've, it's still not been enough yeah um, you know is it because they don't you know, Cam still doesn't have anyone really to throw to, especially now Olsen's gone. Yeah, that's a big part of it. I, and I just think, I wonder if Riverboat Ron's coming to the end of his tenure and a bit like Mike Very McCarthy so. has just run out of thinking. I, has he just, the enthusiasm's just Something gone. is not right, is it? Is he, I don't know if he's second-guessing stuff Maybe. or, or it, it just... Seems incredible to me asked. that Cam started the year on almost MVP pace and has just fallen off a cliff. Yeah. It's, it's not good. Um, as well, the defence is just... Quick question for you, because well. you know I like one of these. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what links the following. Kurt Warner. Okay. Brad Johnson. Yep. Baker Mayfield. Um, crotch grabbing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Their own or someone else's? Um, well, Kurt Warner is, you know, not renowned for you know. <laughs> you're not going to be any crabby other people's crotches. I'm going to assume it? you're not going to get it. No, uh, they are the only three rookies to throw at least one touchdown in their first ten starts. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. So Baker's got some decent company there. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Warner may or may not come up in later in another question. Oh, really? I'll yeah. g- I'll may or may mind. not, but will. I'll bear that in mind. Uh, yeah, I don't think you'll get that one later either, but you might. Um, Should yeah, we, 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 we shall move on. There's just one more thing I want to point out about the Browns, because I think, I think this is important uh, in that when Joe Thomas retired, we said, that O-line's going to suck. Yeah. Haven't given up a sack in four games. No, I, I know that. I've heard that, yeah. Uh, and that's with Baker running around <laughs> like mad. It's crazy. Did, did you see his fake? Yes. Oh, oh it was good. It was good. It was the it was the 
second best thing I saw from a quarterback this weekend. What, what was the first best thing? Uh, it was the no-look throw from Mahomes. Oh, that was good. He's done that a couple of times yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should we move on to uh, uh, an impressive performance by the 49ers and uh, another one by the Colts? Of course, our 49ers fans are uh, not here this week uh, and we don't have any Colts fans um, that I know of. Um, but, um, yeah, so uh, they beat the Broncos and the Texans, respectively. Uh, what did you make of those games, Griff? Well, do you know what? Fair play to the Colts. I'll start with the Colts, right? Because they were not playing well. No. And then all of a sudden, they'd won the game. And Andrew Luck, if he's not comeback player of the year, I, I don't know who is. He has to be. JJ Watt, maybe? JJ Watt's been good. But... Uh, if it's, Andrew Luck's if it's, been outstanding. Andrew Luck's been brilliant. He, he, you know, he had a bad game a couple of weeks ago against the Jags, but it wasn't. He wasn't. He that he was bad. I think just the whole the team whole team was bad in bad. that game. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, I. No, I can't think of anyone else that deserves it more than him. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, yeah. So, what what I'm getting at, what I'm trying to say here is, if Andrew Luck's playing as well as this. And they've beaten a team that we think is going to win their division and, and is a formidable yeah. opposition for anybody. What chance the Colts getting to the playoffs next season? If they what, could, What's the missing component? Uh, because their defence has been good. Defence is good. O-line's been good. O-line's been good. I'd love to see another receiver. That's so someone team. opposite T.Y. Hilton. No, Ty Hilton. Yeah. Uh, t- you know, like, it's great they've got the, all the the tight ends, uh, but I'd love to see competition. You know, you might get more out of Ty as well by having legitimate competition for him. Yeah, Ebron, twelve touchdowns he's got yeah, this superb. season. He had eleven in his four years with the Lions. Yeah, he's been brilliant. All the tight ends have been good. He did, uh, he did have a couple of. He has silly drops every so often, but he's Eric, Eric Ebron. It's like yeah, he had one at the weekend, didn't he? Yeah. But it was a rare one for him now. Yeah. So, uh, Zach Pascal is the number two receiver, isn't he? I yeah. Mean, who? Yeah, I know. Uh, Ty Hilton, uh, 12 career games of 150-plus yards. Yeah. How, how many did he get this weekend? It was a, it was uh, a big number. Uh, I, 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 it was a big number because he was on your bench. Again, I, wasn't I, I withdrew it from my memory. The you thing withdrew? Is, I, uh, <laughs> that's, my, that's my style. Um, <laughs> I'm very Catholic. <laughs> um, no, I was driving. I was out. Saturday and he was a game time decision. He'd hand trained all week, so I just left him on my bench. I was driving at well, the time, fair. and I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to, you know, fantasy and drive. And um, so uh, <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah, it's like daydreaming but wetter. Um, uh, <laughs> Watson, right, has twenty straight games where he's led uh, and orchestrated an offensive touchdown, either a pass or rushing in for a touchdown. Okay. That's second all time to whom? Kurt Warner? No. Oh. As if I would make it that easy for you. But bearing in mind that the person who is number one has done it 28 consecutive times. Montana? No. Oh, my, you're so far off the mark. Oh, really? Oh, you would never get this person. I, imagine, it would almost be as likely to be you. God. Um, no, nah, there's no point then. Jameis. Really? Jameis orchestrated 28 offensive touchdowns 
uh, through through the first twenty eight games. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, exactly. How wow. impressive is that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, like I, I would never, ever, ever have guessed that. And when I saw it, I thought I must uh, must question John. The Texans have held the, their opposition to twenty five points or less in nine straight games. So the defense is is good, but they've allowed three hundred and fifty or more passing yards in consecutive games. So they aren't giving up big points, but they're not containing receivers as well as they did at the start of the season. And I still don't think the running game is good enough. Lamar no. Miller, well, actually, Lamar Miller and Marlon Back both had 14. Marlon Back? Marlon Mack. Mack. Both had 14 carries for 33 yards. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Lamar Miller's had a couple of really big games this season, and then he just is quiet. At least for the Colts, if, if you know, they've also got. Himes and Wilkins who aren't yeah but, but they're at least an alternative like Texans got Alfred Blue did he score this weekend I think he might have he might if he yeah he might have I'll I think they bundled him in for a, a one yard run he's he's not like he's not worth he's not a viable alternative no, though, is he no no but if, if I was the Texans I'd be looking at, at drafting a running back oh god yeah because I think they it would help. Well, it just makes the game more dangerous for Watson. You know Watson can run. And you know Miller can do it once in every four games. Yeah. But the rest of the time, you're not that bothered about him, are you? He's not a top 25 running back anymore. He just isn't. So no. I think that's that's where I'd be looking. With regards to the, uh, the Niners' performance, now, the, they beat a Broncos. Good win, but they beat a Broncos team with no Emmanuel Sanders, yep. which also killed my fantasy. Yep, uh, and where Philip Lindsay didn't really turn no. up thirty odd yards, I think not a lot. It was a good day to play the Broncos. Is it all was. I'm saying. I, I like what the Niners did. I, I know that with Jimmy G, they're going to be better. They may oh, not yeah. be brilliant. It's not going to be enough to overcome the defense, which we talked about last That's week. No, but good win. Nick Mullins is playing well, and George Kittle, oh, what a player, two hundred and ten yards. By half time, yeah, and, and two hundred ten no, yards yeah, by yeah. full time. The, the the record was two hundred fifteen yards for a tight end, yeah, and he didn't break it. That's insane, yeah. But the Broncos finally woke up and adjusted. Now, Broncos head coach Vance Joseph, he's getting sacked. He should be because this team shouldn't have been losing to the 49ers and they got no. peed all over in the first half, and it didn't seem like they had done any prep. No, I, I don't know if it was just totally underestimating. Well, Elway's going to need a scapegoat. Yeah, they're going to sack Joseph. Do you blame them though? At the moment, I don't think he's done enough to keep his job. But I think if you're sacking Joseph, you have to sack Elway as well because he's <laughs> also not done enough to keep his job. And he, he, I, I give him the choose. He's you know, you know the the other than beginning Keenum, the guys he's drafted this year. They've been all right. Yeah, they've been okay. I mean, I, you know, can't Mo- pick a quarterback. Bradley Chubb is he's <laughs> brilliant. Isn't Miller he? and Chubb have twenty-five and a half sacks between them in in the NFL. Yeah, that is crazy. They could finish as the like number one in sacks for Miller and the best ever sacks for a rookie in Chubb. <laughs> That's what they, that yeah. that would be crazy. Um, yeah, so Kittle, 210 yards in the first half, most by tight end in one half ever. Also passed uh, Vernon Davis for the most single-season yards for tight end in franchise history for the 49ers in his second year. Was he a fifth-round pick? Some of that. Like, you know, but it, absolutely oh, brilliant. Just amazing. And now, he doesn't do short runs as well, does he? No. Oh, all, he's just all over the place. Yeah. And, and he's a, his catch radius is excellent. His ability to go up for the ball is excellent. When he's got Jimmy G thrown to him, I think 
uh, you're looking at a legitimate top five tight end every week. Oh, yeah. Now, he has been masking some serious problems for the Niners. They're, they've not been good. No. Pierre Garçon's now out for the rest of the season. He's had a knee scope done and he's done, yeah. which don't won't upset our 49ers fans because no. they don't rate him, but it's another weapon they're missing. But when they get everybody fit next year, Jarrett McKinnon, Pierre Garçon, uh, Jimmy G, uh, someone else off the top of my head. Goodwin. Goodwin. When everybody's fit, this is going to be a top 7 to 10 offense, I think. All they've got to do is pick up two or three defensive players, pass rush, stuff like that. And all of a sudden, this is going to be a contender again. Because Carl Shanahan's doing great things. I I, I like Shanahan. First time Shanahan played against the Broncos, by the way, as a a head coach. Uh, And the Broncos, of course, uh, his dad took them to win two Super Bowls. Uh, Mike Shanahan. Yes. Um, There there you go. Well, um, shall we uh, just uh, uh, discuss what's happening in Jacksonville? So, Mike, what's happening in Jacksonville? (laughs) Well, what's happening in Jacksonville is... uh, Following a one-game recovery where they held the the Colts to fuck all, yeah, and scored six points themselves. Woo, woo. Um, the Titans have overrun what Jacksonville could do. So, the last time the Titans beat the Jags in four straight games was two thousand and one to two thousand and three. We're now fifteen years on from yeah. that, and the Titans have defeated the Jags four games in a row. Derek Henry had 47 fantasy points. Yeah. 47 and a half fantasy points. Uh, and the, the Jags defence has collapsed again. It's 47.9, I think it was. Was it 47.9? Yeah. Well, he had a, yeah it, it, something with four touchdowns. Basically, here, here are the stats, okay? So, uh, Derek Henry, 17 carries, 238 yards, four touchdowns at 14 yards per carry. <laughs> yep. Leonard Fournette, first round draft pick. Yep. 14 carries, 36 yards, at 2.6 a carry, and no touchdowns. Fournette, the Jags need Fournette at full pace. They need him to get 100 yards a game and a touchdown. Yeah. And he's not doing that. And I know he's been struggling with injuries, but that is not going to be an excuse. You cannot say he's struggling that badly when the rest of your team... Cody Kessler is no upgrade on Blake Balls. He has thrown... Uh, one touchdown or maybe two touchdowns and one interception in his three starts. Like, he's done nothing. Nothing, yeah. Really, I mean, really bad. I mean, it's two games now without a touchdown. Uh, yeah, they, yeah they, they, they've not yeah. been good whatsoever. Um, but a lot of it comes down to the fact that the defence is just not holding up its end. It's like I said to you earlier about the Bears. This is what worries me. If the defence suddenly can't do its bit, the offence, no matter how clever Matt Nagy is, won't be able to keep up. And what's happening here is... Doug Marone isn't that creative, so when the defence can't hold their own because of this clash of personalities or whatever else the problem is, they've got nothing. They've got nothing going for no. them at all. It's very bad. Uh, the Jags only had 60 rushing yards total. Titans had 264. <laughs> 204 rushing yards more Yeah, is insane. I mean, 98 of them were on one play. Yeah, and? Oh, really? It's, no. It still counts. The Jags have uh, 25 sacks this season. It would be better if they hadn't allowed 38 <laughs> Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's nothing going for the Jags at all. And I feel vindicated. I said last year this was going to happen. Uh, and it is what's happened. And Bortles is done. He will not start for them again. And I feel for him, though. 
Yeah, I'm not saying he's the problem. He's, not the, he's, you know. he's part of a problem, and he's going to probably go on to be a backup somewhere for a long time in the league. Oh, he's got a, he's got a, um, plenty of money. But the Jaguars have got to start again. Who's going to be their quarterback next year? The only other quarterback they've got in the building, I think, is Landry Jones. <laughs> well, not yeah, not him. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to pick some free agency because unless they, you know, unless they take a risk on someone in this draft. Well, there's, there's Herbert, and that's about it. And he probably would be a first round. Isn't he going to hold out for another year, though? <sighs> well, he's undecided, but he probably should, unless he wants to be drafted number one overall, and that's important to him because he will be. Yeah, because he'll be the only one in the first round. Yeah. Um, Do you want to go and play for Jacksonville, or because I mean, you look at the other teams: Oakland, 49ers, Fortnite. Cardinals. Don't need them. No. Uh, Bengals might be looking for a quarterback. I could see, I could see the Bengals picking a quarterback and, and trading Andy Dalton to somewhere like the Jags. I could see that happening. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I really, um, honestly, I can see that happening. I, I don't think get Sam Bradford's out there, unemployed. Well, yeah, you know, I, I do you know what I, I love um, Jacoby Brissett. I think. Just, I'd like someone he's, to take a chance on him. I'd like someone to take a chance. It's on the same him. thing with Teddy at the at the Saints. Yeah, not some. I don't. Not so much. Just because his injury record, I think it, it's much more of a gamble. You know, you don't want to end up paying money, big money for, you know, even just medium money for him, and ending up with a Bradford style. Um, you know, you, you said. Uh, a lot of their yards came on his 99-yard touchdown run for Henry. You know, on that run, he had uh, 15.9 fantasy points, which was more than he's had in 11 of the 12 <laughs> previous games. <laughs> he's um, he's turned into the sort of uh, Fozzie Whitaker this year. Wow. That's that's giving Fozzie Whitaker a lot of props. Because <laughs> yeah, it is. But but no, but in the, you know, we always used to joke that you know, oh shit, I've, my running backs uh, injured who do I bring in oh Derek Henry's on the on the on the waivers every week every week he's uh, somewhere else uh, and luckily uh, if uh, everyone he was on Alan's team in our league who uh, went out so he didn't play this week <laughs> brilliant so uh, yeah uh, completely wasted performance uh, fantasy wise in, in our league but um, right so what I want to know is the Jets and the Bills faced off yep Donald or Alan who's had the better year uh, I would say, do you know what I'm going to say, Alan? Just because I, I think he's been more effective. I think Donald will be the better player. I would be entirely inclined to agree with you, and absolutely think that Josh Allen's had a better year. Uh, I think Allen's played one more game than Donald. They both had their injury issues this year. Um, but so here's how they square off. Okay, Donald ten games, uh, four touchdowns, not good. 11 no. interceptions. Not as many as I thought it would happen no, no. in 10 games, if I'm honest with you. Uh, 53.4 QBR. Allen, 9 games, 5 touchdowns. Not great. This is only passing. He's had 4 yeah. or 5 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. 9 interceptions. Mm, 62.8 QBR. So, yeah. I, I I would say that That's we're justified high. in saying that. That's very high pitch there, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, dogs everywhere just went crazy. Um, the, the thing... The thing with Allen is, his rush game it's has been outstanding. So he's the first quarterback since 1970 to run for 100 yards in consecutive games and also the first to have 90 yards in three straight games. <laughs> I'm, it, 
now it, it's it, not necessarily what you want from him. He's there to be a cannon. He's there yeah. to be Joe Flacco, not Lamar Jackson. But it's working to a point. All right, the Bills didn't win. No. Because Darnold came back on and actually did all right at the end. Yeah, and there was a throw to Robbie Anderson. Oh, it was really good. Oh, it was so good. And I couldn't agree more. I think two years down the line, this is no competition. Darnold's no. the better player. But right now, this season, I, I'm not sure Todd Bowles is the right coach for Darnold. It no. doesn't seem to be working. And I don't rate Sean McDermott at all. If both of these coaches got fired, I wouldn't be upset. No one's going to cry. And I really like Josh Allen, and I thought it's who the Browns should have taken instead of Baker Mayfield because he's a big arm, and that's what you need in the AFC North. But it's working to a degree, and if he can spend the off-season working on his pocket awareness and staying in the pocket... And they can add some receivers to his... To the, yeah, he yeah, yeah he yeah. needs people to pass to, especially um, now. I gambled Sean on Zay Jones this week. That didn't work. He no. had one catch. No, but 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 he is the only receiver they've got. So yeah. I thought it might. But as well, if they could have a, you know, I th- I think LeSean McCoy is probably done, isn't he? Especially, well, I don't know whether he's going to be back or not. He only had he was only on for two carries. Uh, yeah. Was it ribs? I think yeah. it, he's he, had problems he, with him before this season, so they might as well just shut him down. He's he's been moping all season because he wants to be traded. He didn't get traded. He had a good game <laughs> when he wasn't traded, and since then, not done much. I think a a consistent running back presence would help. Um, I couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> the Bills receiver Foster, two hundred nine yards over ten receptions in the two games against the Jets this season. Uh, one hundred fifty one yards. Across the rest of the season, <laughs> just how it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's an effective uh, weapon against one team. Yeah, give well, them that, yeah. but that's about all they've got because they did release Kelvin Benjamin last course, week while yeah. we, while we were podding. I believe. It was, yeah. Uh, has anyone signed him? Yeah, did he go to the Chiefs? I believe so. He was tried out. I think. I did, they, he... did they sign him? I think they did. I think, oh, do you know what? I'm, gonna, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm fairly up. sure they did because Watkins has been struggling with a foot injury. Yes, uh, this rings a bell. But. I'm not sure it's a loss for the Bills at all. He was doing nothing for them anyway. He got 500 yards over the last season and a bit or whatever. So the 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 Bills fans had really turned against him. Though he was he was seen surprising. as lazy. Yeah, <coughs> sometimes fans are wrong. Yeah. You look at Eric Ebron, the fan the Lions fans booed him and wanted him gone, and we can see that he's a quality player. I will be surprised if Kelvin Benjamin works out the same because I think he has been very lazy. Yeah. And he's thought of himself bigger than he is very much so he had that one good season with the Panthers didn't he first season and then he got injured and he's never been the same yeah, never, since never really been a proper presence so should we move on to, from that shit show uh, should the Cardinals fire Steve Wilkes yes okay <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's yeah. the thinking right a lot of people say you shouldn't fire a coach who's just drafted a quarterback you've got to yeah. give him time no 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 no, no. I I Jeff Fisher drafted Jared Goff. Had to go. Yeah. Because he was bad. John Fox drafted Mitchell Trubisky. Had had to to go because he was bad. Both those teams have improved. My God. Do you know uh, the Cardinals are dead last in offensive yards? So they are number 32. Number 31 has 675 yards more. And it's the Bills. (laughs) Really? Yes. That is how how bad. bad. And... Wilkes is a defensive coach, and the Cardinals are below league average in defence. And the 
and uh, the car, the the Bills have only got six hundred and eighty five yards. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 pretty poor. Um, I think Wilkes has been a bad appointment. They already fired Mike McCoy, who was the offensive coordinator that Wilkes brought in. I think I think he has to go. I think it, it's all over. Uh, you know, we, we can say you don't fire a coach when he's brought a new quarterback. You should, what you actually should, you need a the right coach for a new quarterback. Yeah. And he's not the, he's not the right coach, is he? Yeah, I mean, Todd Bowles has been given. Darnold, but we don't think Bowles is there next season. No, no. no. I know, um, I know that it's Wilkes' first year, but so. No, they, they. He's not hit the ground running at all. He's not shown any you know, sign that this is. Johnson's got one hundred yard game this season. Yeah, they're just not using the weapons they've got, and they haven't got a lot. Larry Fitzgerald now has the most catches for a C, for a single franchise. Yeah, he he broke the tie, but. He still only had one catch. He's, they can't feed him the ball. And he's 36. Yeah, and he's pretty much ready to retire. And I think if, he'll, he'll Steve, go this if Steve Wilkes is still there, he'll go. If they bring in someone he likes, he'll stay. Maybe. Because I don't think he's ready to retire. But he doesn't want to play on a losing team. No, no. And it must be quite dispiriting for a great... For player. him and Johnson. Uh, for, he's a Hall of Famer, isn't he? Of course so. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like just Frank go out... Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. So, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to Fangor. Yeah, Vikings. Talking about firing people. Uh, they fired their offensive coordinator, John DeFilippo. Is it too late? Yes, it's yeah. far too late. This team is not making the playoffs. Um, Kirk Cousins is exactly what I said he was, which is not good enough. Um, you know, he's he's fumbled nine times this season, which is the same number as Russell Wilson. The difference is Cousins has lost seven of those nine and Wilson's only lost two. Oh, really? Cousins is just not a prime-time quarterback. He's not a top eight or ten quarterback, which is what they're paying for. Yeah. I'd rather, have, they, I'd rather have Matt Stafford. They got to the championship game last year with Keenum. Yeah. They're not going to get to the playoffs this season with Kirk Cousins. That's a huge drop for them. Yes, it is. That should, that should be an upgrade. You know, you can say, oh, it's a new guy learning, coming in, especially new new offensive and defensive coordinator. But yeah, how much they would kill for, you know, Sherman right now. Because imagine what he could do with Case Keenum. No, with, uh, with, with, with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. He, we know what he did with Case Keenum. Can, what he can do with Kirk, uh, Kirk rather than Case. He, that, that team would be much better. Yeah, I, I think... The, listen carefully to what I say. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins isn't an okay or even a good quarterback I'm saying you cannot pay him was he the fourth third highest paid quarterback second highest paid quarterback in the league second right? is well you cannot top, pay him that money and then get these performances that you're getting because alright they haven't been great as a team offensively but he is not leading this team the way it should be led that's something I might have to do I might, might try and rate, rank quarterback performances by 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 dollar you have a lot of spare time. I do have, have yeah. Do so you know um, Dalvin Cook hasn't necessarily pulled his weight this season? He's been injured a lot. Yeah. Latavius Murray did very well when he came in. And he's, he's done nothing. But he's done nothing in large chunks of the season. But they've had Thielen, and it feels a bit like they've wasted him this year. And and Diggs, because they've been putting up big numbers, but the Vikings are not winning. No. Um and Phelan's gone off the ball. I think he's carrying injuries, as a lot of players are. But you cannot just keep targeting one player because other teams will shut him down. And that's what well, they've done. And that's what they've done. But they've got, a, you know, Carl Rudolph isn't a, is a better than average tight end. Yeah, he's a top ten tight end. Yeah. You know, um, Diggs did 
absolutely bugger all this weekend. You know, really. I think, um, you know, it's just it's If just they were going to fire Di Filippo, they needed to do this at week eight or nine. Not now. Is it, what, what is it going to make difference-wise at the end of the season? They are two and a half games behind the Bears. Yeah. You think the Vikings... They're still in the playoff hunt, though, aren't they? they yeah, they might squeak in as a wild card. Well, I mean, as, as it is, they are currently in the playoffs. Six. The sixth. They're number six. So they play the Bears. Yeah. So they're not beating the Bears. No. And that's if they they stay in. Because when we get to the end of this, we're going to discuss who do we think is going to okay. be in the last yeah, yeah. wild card spaces. I wouldn't have the Vikings in right now. Well, uh, okay. Let's, let's move on. Last week, we discussed the NFC East and how it had, uh, how open it had been. Is it now cut and dried in the space of seven days that the Cowboys will win? Yes. yes, I think we can say yes. Uh, yeah. we, we, discussed after, this after point, we discussed this point a lot more than I, I planned to earlier. But yeah, basically, it's done. I would love now to see the Giants win out and really put pressure on them. <laughs> so because, would I. <laughs> because, because I think they can, but the Redskins have been too unlucky again, and the Eagles have been too bad again. No, um, well, um, and, and you know, it's, it's it's your stato time. Well, uh, I'll have a look. Uh, any... any, any Facts or stats you'd like to mention from the weekend? I'll have a quick flick through. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, we've mentioned the Mahomes um, no look pass as, as a player. Yeah, right. that was. He, there were times this week, uh, this week, where um, he looked out of this world. There were also times he looked pretty ordinary. Mm. But yeah, uh, at some points he he makes it look so easy at times. I think that's why I like him. Yeah, um, I, I think that's fair. Uh, but yeah. Um, well, talking of Pat Mahomes, then here's one for you. What links Kurt Warner, Dan Marino, and Pat Mahomes? Crotch grabbing. No. <laughs> um, so imagine what Pat, what is Pat Mahomes? He's about 38 touchdowns for the year now. Is that to do? Is it to do with that? It could be to do with total number of touchdowns. Uh, so yeah, is it over 40? I'll give you that. The only players in their first or second seasons with yeah. 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. Just yeah, the three of them. That's some esteemed company, my friend. Yeah. That is very impressive. Uh, do you know what? This was the first time the Ravens had given up 100 yards to a wide receiver as well. Really? Yeah. Uh, there, were, there, were some, there were some good stats in this game. I, I, I really like. enjoyed this game. Um, when, when do you think the last time the Chiefs made four consecutive playoff appearances was? 80s? No, 90 to 95 they played. Okay. But, but, but a long time ago yeah. because they've been bad for a long time. Um, uh, let's see what else we've got. We ought to mention the, the Saints beating the Bucks 28 to 14. Uh, Bucks have allowed 100 rushing yards in eight successive games, which is the longest streak in the league. Yeah, although they, are they, they kept Kamara very quiet. Yeah, they did. They, they weren't as bad as they have been this season. Breeze has 30 touchdowns or more. In ten consecutive seasons, that's the most ever. Yeah. Um, not surprised. He's he's class. No, this was one that surprised me though. You won't have seen this coming, I don't think. By clinching the NFC South, the Saints have their first ever back-to-back division titles. Really? Yeah, and they started in the seventies. Hmm. That's insane. That I didn't know. I would have guessed. I, I would never have guessed. And Michael Thomas has twenty-seven receptions versus the Bucks in two games this season. Twenty-seven. He had 16 in the open game of the season, which they lost. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. I, I couldn't believe that. Um, Bengals Chargers. 
was a closer game than it should have been. Jeff Driscoll quarterbacking the Bengals, not exactly filling anyone with confidence, but he did all right against the Chargers. Um, <laughs> the last time the Chargers won 10 games in a season. Uh, God, I'm, I'm not 2009. That's, that's, that's a fairly long time ago. Uh, and the Badgley 59-yard field goal was the longest in Charger history, and I think they've solved their kicking woes with this yeah. guy. I called it earlier in the year when they first brought him in. He looks dead confident and this that is what they needed that's so what they needed yeah I, you know I think he, he's a promising player I, I like what he's doing and, and it's nice to see a kicker who looks like he can make whatever you put him out there to do I think Brett Maher for the Cowboys had a 62 yard field goal this week yes that was insane and it had about another 7 or 8 yards on it, it that it could have got yeah it was, <sighs> it was incredible uh, as well um, going on another, pl- another player I liked was the, the hook and duck uh, hook and lad even <laughs> what? I was I was looking up um something earlier. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the hook and ladder from um to to Juju. Uh, was yeah, nice yeah. to see that sort of thing. Um, of course they then missed the kick, so pointless. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. We, you know, we mentioned the Pittsburgh game earlier, but that was another play I really liked. Yeah, it was it was it was good. Uh, I mean, several of the teams have done some impressive things this season. We, yeah. It was a good trick play from the Bears. Yeah. That, you know, that sort of thing impressed me, especially because they did it against the Rams, who'd been big on their uh, trick plays this well, season. The they, Brown- were, they were good last year at trick plays Bears, and they've, you know, even with Nagy, they've continued it. So hmm. it's something that I like to see. Uh, the Browns, 28 takeaways through 13 games, which is the most they've had since 2001. Nice. Yeah, I mean, they've really improved all over the field. Uh, final one for me then. Uh, two quarterbacks all time have 3,000 plus yards over eight consecutive seasons to start a career. One of them is Peyton Manning. Who is the other? Uh, uh, I'm guessing still playing. Yep. It's a relevant stat. Only came up this week. So eight years. Oh God! I'd, um, trying to think of an. Trying to think of an eight. No, I don't know. Cam, of course. That'll do from Stato Corner. Oh well, no. I, I, it's a it's a nice nice uh, place to be. Oh, uh, okay. So. Uh, I suppose we better talk fantasy. We'll keep it brief because uh, I was shit. <laughs> my my team. I fell scraped apart. through. You scraped through by one point, didn't you? Yeah, I needed I need I needed a poor Viking performance, and you got it. So well done you. I woke up ridiculously early on Monday morning, and and my phone was uh it was lighting up. I guess people were talking. Uh, you know, because we have quite a few early risers. We in, in our group, and um, I just didn't dare look because I just felt I was going to be out. I cr- and luckily, I wasn't because he had a uh, uh, Diggs and Murray, and I scraped through. I needed thirty some odd points from uh, from Dalvin Cook, and uh, did not get that. No. Uh, my season fell apart when Cooper Cup got injured and then Emmanuel Sanders got injured and I had no wide receivers. I had Chris Goodwin and Zay Jones this week. Oh. And they scored four points between <laughs> them. It was a disastrous... Bearing in mind, I wasted perfectly good performances from Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Yeah. Because uh, I had nothing else. I'd got, I'd got Gordon injured, Kerryon Johnson injured, 
Uh, you know, they've been my two best running backs. I I've got nothing going for me. It was very poor. I think at this point now, it's just about you know making sure that you you don't leave points on the bench. Your bench pretty much had as many points as my team. Yeah, that, uh, I I didn't have a good week, uh, but I, I you know it does bode well that I, you know I had Jordan Howard had eleven points on my bench. Ty Hilton had twenty. Jeffrey had eleven. Well, I played Cortland Sutton, who got one point three. Wow, uh, and uh, Sonny Michelle got five point seven in my flex. So, yeah, luckily Nick Chubb just did enough. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just a horrible time the playoffs. Yeah, well, there's four standing now. My, I can now relax and uh, watch the football and enjoy it without having to sweat over who I'm. You, I think you have a week off and then you come back next. Oh, it's week. not a loser bowl situation, is it? It's it, it's just to, to work out who finishes in what position. Oh, okay. Well, so, I'll, I'll take, you know, not last. You aren't last. Hooray! But um, we did have an issue where the bloke in ninth place just dropped all his players, not realising that he comes back in two weeks' time <laughs> to play the the Consolation Bowl uh, in for, to, as the playoff for last. So, because uh, I picked up a couple of his players, not knowing that what he'd done, I just thought, wow, Calvin Ridley's on the... F-. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's Sonny bit of commotion on the Isn't WhatsApp. It's funny how uh, he didn't make the playoffs in our league and he's got a team full of Falcons players. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you all you need to know. Well, what, what was uh, what was Gary's first bit of advice this season? I listened back to it. He said, you know, you might be a Green Bay fan, but it just doesn't mean pick a load of Green Bay players. You know, pick with your head, not your heart. And he picked with his heart. Yeah, it's true. It, uh, that, that's good advice. We, we'll credit Gary with some good advice. Yeah. He has given us some shit advice in the past. I mean, you know, if uh, you know, for a man who picked Bell second, you know, it's for a man who to took a job at home base. Just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> hi, Gary. How's prison? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, yes. Yeah, he's had a bad year, but. Um, should we uh, move away from fantasy playoffs Please. and into the real playoff picture? Yes. Because I'm going to walk you through who's where uh, and, and how the playoffs stand at the moment. And I just want to know who you think is is going to make the final wild card spot. So the top of the divisions at the moment, we've got Patriots, Steelers, Texans and Chiefs. Yeah. And the wild card spots, I believe it's the Chargers and the Ravens. At the moment, yep. now the Dolphins are quietly sneaking up here. They have the same win percentage as the Ravens, seven and six point five three eight. The Dolphins could be getting in the wild card here, which is an awful team to get in the. That'd be all. I mean, but I've, it could I've, be. I've, I've, I just said and it's the same. For I the said Colts. earlier. The, I don't think the Texans are a particularly good team. You know, I. It, it, if they're above, not, if they're like, above five hundred, I think there's something. They're wrong. nine and four. Yeah, yeah. Do I don't think they're very good though. But but behind them, the Colts and Titans both seven and six as well. Yeah. So it's a really think, tight. Score. And I think the Colts are a much better team. I think the Titans are on a level with um so, with the Texans. So if you were asked to pick a team that is not in the playoff spots at the moment in the AFC, who would you take? Because I think you're going to say the same as me. I think you're going to say the Colts. I would pick the Colts. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'm just looking at the remaining games for someone else. I was, I might go with. Uh, they play the Browns this week. 
who do you think they replace? Uh, I think the Ravens. As do I. I think the Ravens uh, might just miss out here. I think the Ravens Down might the miss out. Uh, yeah, just because just because of Jackson, and it's harsh to say. Because I, I like, I like Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, but and um, I think for a few weeks they've become really much more effective by just running it at teams and relying on the defense because they have the defence. Where do you think Flacco is going to be next year? Do you think he's a candidate to play a year in uh, Jacksonville? Do you know what? I, I didn't even think of that. I think and it's a, a good shout. I think that's a bridge situation to a, the draft the following year. I think if I think you were looking for a bloke for a year, two years, maybe if you were, had a young quarterback to blood through, he'd be a he'd be better pick than, you know... A lot of the bridge guys you could go for, so yeah, probably. I, I think so. Um, what about the at the NFC? So you got the Cowboys, the Bears, the Saints, the Rams, and then the wild cards currently are the Seahawks and the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, who else do you think who's a, a good candidate for replacing one or both of those wild card positions? Can I say none? You can say none. You don't uh, need anybody else. Uh. Because if I, anyone I, is, mm-hmm. Panthers dropping like a stone, Redskins dropping like a stone, Packers, I think, maybe flat track bullies. I think they'll beat bad teams. I don't know their, their schedule. Do you know the only teams I can think of out there is maybe the if the Eagles have a good run in, they might. Overtake I the, would, Viking, the I Vikings. I will absolutely back you down there and say I think out of any of them, it's the Packers because I can see Rogers turning it on now to end the season. Aaron Jones has scored rushing touchdowns in five consecutive games. They all of a sudden might be a. Vi- I don't like uh, the coach. I don't like Philbin, but I think Aaron Rodgers might just do enough. They're, can I? Can I, can I, can I? Yeah. Raise up the fact they play the Bears this week. Yeah, but imagine if they beat the Bears. Yeah. Imagine though. If they don't, <laughs> yeah. uh, if they don't, then they're in trouble. But at the moment, well, they, they play the, the Jets the week after. I think it's them or no one. So the Bucks. The Bucks are only the one game behind the Panthers. I'm just having a look now at this. Oh, Eagles play the Rams, so I don't think either of them. Eagles win. are not going anywhere. Uh, it's, it's just not. Packers happening. play the Jets. And then they play the Lions. So there's two. They they win two. Yeah, but imagine if they did win three. They'd suddenly be in the playoffs. I'm just saying it could be done. It could be done. Uh, it's, just, just, it's just not enough. So you'd say no one other than the six that are currently in, as opposed to the Packers? <laughs> no, I, do you know what? I think it just stays it is as it is because... Uh, I just don't like the coaching down at Green okay, Bay. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, we've, yeah. Uh, so, we've made it through, the two of us. Uh, a whole show. Wow. Yeah, and it's, it's been nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, go- uh, I'm going to put, put a shirt and trousers back on. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home as I am. Should we take a knee now? Please. I am I am knackered. Should we, uh, do you want to take a, a lock from this week's games? Yeah, I, I do. Um, there's a couple of very good games. I'm looking forward to Chargers Chiefs, and 
I would have taken the Chargers, except that they don't appear to have any fit running backs. No Melvin Gordon, no Austin yeah. Eckler. So it's an easy one to call that for the Chiefs. What I'm actually going to do, I'm going to go, uh, going to go hard before I go home. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to claim that the Bucks beat the Ravens. Ooh. Which I know, you know is, I know is a big shout, but I think it could be done. Jamie has had has been better than the results have uh, you know shown. Yeah, he's he's he, he's a guy playing for his career. It seems you know we all say that, um, and he's he's doing much better than uh, he's he showed at the start of the year. So, what uh, about you? Who are you taking? I mean, I, I say the Ravens win that game. Um, I am going. To take, ooh, a big long pause. I am, I am. Joe, you know I'm going to say the Patriots beat the Steelers this week. Big game, uh, but yeah, I say Patriots win and the Steelers lose their fourth in a row. Wow, big, that's and, a big shout. And it, that will uh, set the AFC alight. It certainly will. Um, so yeah, uh, of course, uh, if. Uh, Fourth and inches, Jimmy G and Gary are listening to this. Then, uh, uh, yeah, we'd uh, yeah, we'd love to hear your locks so we can uh, uh, just track them and see how you're doing. Because Paul is tracking them, and uh, we are all doing very badly. <laughs> We're all doing it badly, but not as badly as me. Yeah. I think you're fine. <laughs> Although you, I did pick who the bears. got who? Who, who, who picked pick the, the bears, bears this week? Yeah. Anyway. Thank you for listening. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Belichick's World. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Bill Belichick's World Podcast uh, and on the internet at www.billbelichicksworld.com. Remember, this is Bill Belichick's World. What? what? Did, did, New, did New England play this week? No, no, they did not. Uh, they, they did. They played in Miami. It was like like they like it was a great last play by Miami. They you know the the laterals and Kenyon Drake and fuck off, John. <laughs> <laughs>